Well, thank you, thank you, man, for joining me. You know, I appreciate you making yes, the time, you know, because I know you're a busy guy. <laughs> yeah, I am. I had to make time to get on the podcast real quick. Yeah, man, appreciate it. Appreciate it for real. Um, so can you just introduce yourself, like, just really quickly to the audience? Okay, yep. I'm Cam Bynum. Grew up in Corona, California. Um, played football. I play football right now. I play for the Minnesota Vikings. Um, and yeah, grew up in Southern California. And yeah, that's really that's really it. Not too much too much crazy stuff about me, but that's me. Yeah. Well, um, and if anyone is just watching this for the first time, I'm Caleb, and I love interviewing people who have a, a story to share. You know, like Cam right here. People who have a story that can impact you know, the viewers, whether it's in an inspiring way or just an educational way or what have you. So, um, so that's, that's the goal today. By the end of today, um, knowing like your, your field of expertise, I think um, my audience is going to be a lot of like in, um, aspiring athletes. Um, and you find that like, as we go through some of my uh, questions here, it's that I have questions that I actually got from like young athletes, like they, okay. they want to ask you. So I'm excited for that. That's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I want to kick us off by just like doing this, uh, this or that game. I don't know if you know how it goes. It's just like, are you like a, a dog person or a cat person? Dog. Yeah, dog. Okay. Well, dog, okay. Really. <laughs> okay. Do you eat in or eat out? Eat out. I have in and out like five days a week. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Do you guys have in and out over there in Minnesota? No. So when I'm here, especially now, like I was bad before I left to Minnesota, but now I'm like terrible. I had it like six times in the past eight days. Oh, man. <laughs> well, you get it now that you can, basically, you know, before. Yeah, exactly. Like, Okay, SUVs or trucks? SUVs. Okay, okay, all right. Okay, what about Netflix or YouTube? YouTube, easy. <laughs> I'm with you on that, I'm with you. There's a lot more interesting stuff. On exactly, you, you personalize it. <laughs> yep, yep, all right. Um, Kendrick or J. Cole? Kendrick, gotta go to LA, all gotta right. go to LA. <laughs> um, are you a hamburger person or a taco person? Burger, in and out, baby. <laughs> I should, I should have heard you say in and out five days last week. <laughs> um, okay, so would you take a paid vacation or a new closet? Paid vacation. Okay. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care about my outfits at all. <laughs> You don't care about clothes. I I, I get it because you, you were traveling a lot like recently too. Yeah, so I'm like, especially that. yeah, especially after traveling, getting the taste of it. I'm like, I don't care for new closet at all. <laughs> what was the most interesting place you went to on your travels? Jordan and Dubai. Those are my two top two. Yeah, I, I can't. I don't know which one to put over the other, but. Really? Jordan might be yeah. Jordan was pretty crazy because there's so much Bible history. Uh -huh. and you get the then you get Petra, which is like one of those wonders of the world that I never knew about till like a couple months ago. Yeah. So like being able to just see all that, see all the Bible history over there, that was the coolest part to me. Yeah, that's that's great. Like seeing it in person, I can't imagine. Like that's 
the Middle East obviously has a lot of history in it. Exactly. Um, so being able to see some of those ancient places um, with your eyes, that's a whole different experience. Yeah. So that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. But I got two more for you. Horror movies or comedy? Comedy. Okay. <laughs> that's healthy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about winter or summer? Which one are you? Summer. Especially, I get, after, yeah. especially after living in Minnesota this past year. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get it. Well, um, that's great. That's really great. Uh, the, the first thing I wanted to ask you is like, you've done so much in your life at a young age that it's pretty obvious, like being, in, being a professional football player, you know, at a young age. Um, that's something that not a lot of people can say they've done. So the question that I want to ask you is like, what would you say are your core values in life? Like, what would you say are your core values? I'll tell you, like for my, my for example, I have like three main core values, like truth. I always want to be honest and tell the truth, right? Um, grace, uh, that's something that I always have in the back of my mind that everything I do is out of God's grace, really. Right. You know, exactly. right. And then the third one is like faith slash hope, right? I'm always like optimistic about the future, like that the future is always going to be better, like what I can see, you know. So those are mine. Like what what are your core values that you feel like have gotten you to the point that you are right now? Uh, first and foremost for me is faith. Mm -hmm. um, lately I've been trying to study and memorize every single one. And Galatians, it talks about the fruits of the spirit. So that's something I've been trying to live by and let yeah. just mark my life. And how I, if I put faith first, these certain things need to mark my life. So like mm -hmm. um, gentleness, gentleness, faithfulness, kindness, mm -hmm. um, self-control, everything that it talks about that are signs of a, a godly person. That's what I want to exemplify. So that's probably the main thing, mm -hmm. main like core values that I try and go with um, as far mm -hmm. as faith. Then hard work mm -hmm. um, as far as just being the hardest worker because that's that's another thing that will help exemplify your faith if you're just working on everything towards God so mm -hmm. um, giving me this talent I'm like I gotta I gotta run with it as far as possible since he's blessed me with this talent this platform right. and just the health to be able to go out there and play football and run into people and not be getting hurt that's oh, a yeah. myself so yeah, yeah. I say faith hard work and probably just being fearless. That's something that I've been trying to, I, I mess around and say my life is a movie and do all the crazy stuff, <laughs> skydiving and do all that. But that's just yeah. me trying to be, just unlock everything in life and not be afraid of anything. Just knowing yeah. that I'm good, I'll be good regardless. God's got me. And that's that's just an attitude I carry with myself everywhere. Yeah. I know whether it's jumping out of a plane or whether it's going into <laughs> something that I, I'm not sure about in life. I just want to go into it fearlessly and not be afraid of anything and not be timid about anything so yeah, yeah those are my three yeah that's good that's good because you, you need that faith in god as your anchor as your anchor you know and you need to work hard because if you don't work hard you never i mean you're not going to be where you are today exactly exactly um, yeah and then fearlessness that's 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 a uh, underrated uh value right there because a lot of people will say like they're fearless but like when something is in front of you that's when we really know and exactly. I, I i can i can i can say that I, i've seen it like just by observing 
you from afar, like how you've been fearless, not just with the fun stuff, but also like in your actual sports too. Um, so that's really good. That's really good. Um, so obviously we know uh, you play college football. Um, well, maybe some of the audience don't know, but you play college football in Cal. Um, and I looked up some of your stats. I'm not really an expert when it comes to football. I'm an expert when it comes to soccer. Like I'm a soccer coach, so I know that. But oh, okay. yeah, I had to look at some of the terms and all that stuff. It's like, okay, you had 188 tackles. I got this from the Vikings website. Okay. Uh, 188 yeah, tackles in college. You had six interceptions. You had 29 pass breakups, you know, you had, uh, and you were like a first team all pack 12 player. Uh, and you, all, this one was amazing here. You started, you started all 42 games um, for those three years that you were there in one, in one uh, position as a cornerback and you were a two year captain. I'm like, this guy, like, this is like, <laughs> That's like an amazing uh, resume when it comes to like a college athlete. Like, and it's funny because I showed some of my kids um, at school, like, uh, like your highlight, and they were like, "Okay, he's good." Like, <laughs> I told them, "Like, hey, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be talking to like a professional player." And, you know, they were kind of like skeptical, like, "What?" They're like, uh, yeah, all like, right. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, you, <laughs> like, a math teacher? You're about to like? So I, I was like look him up so when when they looked up your your highlights on youtube they were like oh so they knew oh, he's actually they knew they knew i was serious but all that to say i wanted to tell me like what would you say was your most memorable moment in college like we'll do two parts on the field and off the field um so i think back in I would want to say like, oh, a game I played the best or a game we beat our rival of Stanford. But yeah, th really thinking back at it, the most memorable, memorable thing was probably our COVID season uh, right <laughs> after COVID hit when we had yeah. no off season. We were off. We had obviously school was canceled from mm -hmm. well, March 13th was our last day. Mm -hmm. And we I know I didn't I didn't go back up to Cal to like October. Mm -hmm. So we were off for that many months nope like we couldn't do any team workouts and mm -hmm. ended up having to play a season from from no off season and it was all off of like accountability like like yeah. what have you been doing at home by yourself right and are you gonna have you been preparing for season so that's probably the most memorable thing because obviously it was all like off accountability like yeah. you could tell yeah. some people okay they've <laughs> been at home chilling okay some people have been working got better over the time we had at home the months at home yeah and we ended up a, a lot of our games started getting canceled so we only mm -hmm. played at 12 normally we have 12 games we only played four games that season because COVID. Mm -hmm. so even though it was like so like not it was fun but it was just a lot of uh like hoops to jump through and a lot of tough thing like testing doing COVID tests multiple times a day every single day right and it was just exhausting but that was probably the most memorable thing just because you could really become a leader at that point and yeah. and see who, who's really been working and it's inspiring seeing other people doing their thing and be, yeah. be like, okay he's he's an accountable teammate because he was working yeah. hard this this offseason and we had no coaches telling us what to do and didn't have to be up at at cal for 
months. So right, right. That was the most memorable for sure. No, that's 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 incredible because COVID brought just a whole new <laughs> uh, aspect to everything, really. And it's like you you guys that season that you played the COVID season that was your last season before you went to yeah. pros, right? Exactly. So I'm just trying to like paint that picture. It's like that was your last season before you went to the pros. So in other and really you really had to work extremely hard that last season. Right. You didn't really have a full season right there, you know. So yeah, that that's incredible. What about like off the field? Like off is there something that you say during college? Um I was I was a square off the field, so I didn't. There's no there's really no life for me outside of right. the field because when we weren't forced to be at football, yeah, I was still on the field with some of my friends and teammates doing extra workouts. So I'd say, yeah, technically off the field because it wasn't forced by coaches. Because mm -hmm. everything we did outside of football was trying to get better at football, mm -hmm. and that's probably the most memorable thing is how hard we worked in my group of our second the secondary all the corners and safeties as a group we collectively we we all worked crazy hard and there's three of us in the nfl now and a few more that are about to get drafted this season right, right. they're all there at the same time we're yeah when i tell you like literally every single time we had every hour we had like outside mm -hmm. of football where we didn't have school didn't have mm -hmm. team workouts we were on the field doing workouts on our own doing footwork and, yeah. and you see the the blueprint worked out just we yeah, did so much yeah. more work than other people and yeah. now three of us one went third round uh -huh. draft i went fourth round another guy went fourth round and we'll have two more that are going to get drafted this season so it's just yeah. it's like the work speaks for itself and that's the most memorable thing so yeah. Just yeah like hard work really pays off in some some way shape or form that's that's inspiring right there um i know i was going to ask you about um uh, you know, I was going to ask you like your most memorable moments in the NFL, but I want to pause there because I had this question from one of my kids that ties into what you just said about like all the hours that you poured in in college. Right. And his question, his name is Carson, the student. So shout out to Carson. He's going to Carson. <laughs> so he said, and he, he he's actually the JV uh, quarterback. Uh, okay. for my high school uh, so okay. he said like was it worth it missing time with friends like mm -hmm. in, in order to train so that's something because he knows his position is very like you know it's serious as a quarterback and he's yeah. like he's, he's a very good athlete but I, I think he's dealing with this whole thing of like you know is it worth it sacrificing all this fun and all that to be able to train so you can tell him what I you think Carson, I'll tell you right now, high school fun is not that much fun. Obviously, it's fun. Yeah. But when you really look back at it, if when I think back right now and I'm trying to remember the most fun things I did in in high school, I'm not I, I don't even remember any party I went to. I don't remember. I barely remember hanging out with people. So regardless, you're probably not going to remember the, the fun you're missing right now. Right. And I would say it's 100 percent worth it because you work hard in your time in high school and college. And if you're able to make it pro and blessed enough, mm -hmm. everything is worth it. Everything's paid off because like for me now, give me for an example, I was doing 5 a.m. workouts every single day. So 
I had to go to bed early. Well, I didn't go to bed early, but I couldn't be out the night before. Right. But I was staying up late, doing homework, just missing a lot of fun time that normal people would be doing. Right. And um, having stuff on the weekends, just filling my schedule up with how can I get better than the next guy? Mm -hmm. And right now, I was just on a month and a half long vacation, able to travel the world. Thank God for Mm -hmm. that. And Mm -hmm. uh, But I would say it's 100% worth it. No question about it, just because it's like you work if you're working towards something you better put all your eggs in that basket like for me that was football obviously school is always first but i knew i'm plan a is football mm-hmm. wow still got my degree and everything but i knew like if i'm gonna play football i'm trying to go all the way so i didn't care about any social time i didn't care about any friends what they would think uh you said no to this party uh you're a square i don't care i'm trying to i got goals to reach <laughs> right. so that's I say 100% worth it. Yeah. And don't don't live to please other people and be hanging out too much. You got business to take care of. Yes. Oh, that's good. It's good to hear it from someone who's actually who actually <laughs> lived there, you know, because exactly. you, know, you can tell them all you want as a coach, but like sometimes they don't believe us coaches until like a professional tells them that exactly. and it, it makes a whole different sense to them. So thank you for that. Thank you for that. Um, so let's switch over to uh, the pros now. Same question. What was the most memorable uh, part of your rookie year? You know, you've been there for one year now. So on the field, I mean, I don't know if it's the, if it's the one I'm thinking. I think I can take a guess, but maybe you could tell us. Uh, like, what was probably, the- think, probably think of my first start and <laughs> against the Ravens. Right. That, was, that was pretty memorable just because how last second it was. Yeah, <laughs> um, I didn't find out I was starting until the like a few hours before the game. Wow! So, <laughs> so that and wow, I, we'll tie we'll tie a little life lesson to this. So all, everybody yeah. always prepare as if you're a starter. If you're in sports, you're not playing throughout your week. You got to prepare like you're a starter, just because you never know when your name will be called. So for me, uh, that's one thing I made sure every single game I wasn't a starter until that that game against the Ravens mm-hmm. and if I wasn't preparing during the week as if I was a starter I would have got in there and blew it so yeah. that that was like the best thing and most memorable thing that okay it paid off that I've been focused been I haven't been playing much but mm-hmm. I've focused and act basically taking mental reps whenever any of the starters were in a practice as if I was a starter myself so Right. Uh, and my name got called the morning of a game. And it was like, there's no nerves, no nothing. It's just, yeah. I'm ready to go. I've been preparing. Like, it's like perfect. This is like my perfect right. opportunity because I'm prepared. I know exactly what to do. So that's yeah. probably the most memorable thing, yeah. regardless of the interception or not. Obviously, yeah. I had a good first game playing, but um, the preparation is the most memorable part for me. Yeah, that's good. I like that. I like the way you said that. Um, yeah, because a lot of times if if like you may want something so bad, but like you don't know when it's gonna come. Exactly. And you're forced to wait. And are you gonna yeah. are you gonna wait the right way? Or are you gonna wait and not prepare? Right. It's like, it's like people always talk about God gives us blessings, but you gotta be ready for your blessings. And if right. you're not ready, you're gonna miss the opportunity. It's not gonna be a blessing. It. Like yeah. I could have went in there and blew it and up get in one game and now he's out. Right, right. That happens a lot too. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, do your part. Just do your part and you'll be good. That's good. That's good. 
Um, what about off the field? Like how are things going with that in terms of like your first year, the relationships and things like that? What would you say has been like something memorable so far for you off the field? I would just say how willing people are to help you and like especially older guys on the team. Mm-hmm. That's something super memorable for me just because a lot of people are willing to help you and give you good advice mm-hmm. and teach you things. Uh, I know some some people talk about when they get to the NFL, the vets are kind of selfish and don't want to give you advice because they don't want stealing a job. But for me, like right. I'm thankful my team isn't anything like that stereotype. And yeah. Everybody's been helpful to me. I ask a bunch of questions and I try to get as much knowledge from everybody as possible, all the older guys. So that's something that I've been real thankful for, that everybody on my team and my locker rooms and willing to help me and just give me any game when I need to need some advice. So yeah. that's, yeah, that's been a huge part of my development so far. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It's always nice to have like um, people who are not selfish, especially in, exactly. the team, in a team scenario, like, cause a lot of people think as individuals in a team when, if you think that way, you're really hurting your goals, really. Exactly. If you pour into everyone as a team, then everyone reaps the benefits. Exactly. You know? So I'm like, that, that's good. That's good. It makes me think about, um, you know, Kansas. They just won the, you know, March Madness. Mm-hmm. And it's like the, some of the, the, the biggest talks that have come about from that team is like how they are like such a team. Like, right. Like they are such a team, like literally everyone. It's like you can't really pinpoint like a star on the team because everyone pours into everyone. Exactly. And, Everybody does their specific part. Right. So it's like, it, it's great. It's really good to hear that because I, I find you lucky really that you're in that, you know, or fortunate to be in that situation where you have teammates that have that mindset. Um, right. That, you know, I, I think that's a really, really good thing. So. That's great. Um, <clears throat> let me ask you some of the other questions that I got from the young athletes, you know, because okay. I want them to come at me later, Tom, but you didn't ask my <laughs> question. <laughs> you didn't um, ask my life now. <laughs> right. So let, let's do that. Um, this one is from Kiana. She's uh, uh, on the JV team basketball. Um, and she said, like, who helped you keep your head up the most? Like when you were coming up? Is there someone in your life that you can always look to and say, you know, they helped you like during that journey to keep your head up um, and kind of like help you like not, like get through the mental, maybe tough part of it. You got, you got what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I would say my parents, but that's kind of boring. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So obviously my parents, um, everything to me and they, they've helped me with everything, providing for me and providing mm-hmm. Um, transportation for workouts so uh, to take it further I'd say my trainer slash coach that's been training me since my sophomore year that my coach that I found after I was fistering on JV not getting any playing time and I found this coach and he he poured everything into me 5 a.m workouts whenever it's like whenever you're free I'm I'm training you let's let's make you great he mm-hmm. took me under his wing and he trained me and I still train with him every single day I'm back home now yeah uh, came to a bunch of my college games I talked to him on the phone every single day so as my yeah I said my trainer coach Brown mm-hmm. um, he's, he's been the guy that's just basically became like a second dad to me and mm-hmm. uh, um, 
keep my head up when I need to, yell at me when I need to. Mm-hmm. Um, but at, over anything, teach me how to be a technician in football and not be just a guy relying on my athleticism. And mm-hmm. um, he taught me like the way, like how to play the game. And when I was, when I'd be tripping on the field, he'd correct me, but do it in tough love. So yeah. I would say my coach and just advice for her, I just tell her, find somebody that can hold her accountable like that, whether it's a trainer, whether it's one of her coaches at the school, mm-hmm. uh, find somebody that's not going to sugarcoat anything and mm-hmm. somebody to really walk you through. Cause we're not meant to do life alone. So you, we got to look for mentors and look for people to, to pour into our life while we do the same to them. Yeah. That's good. Um, you said two things there that kind of like stood out to me. Uh, the first one, just real quickly, is uh, where you said that, you know, you you basically said that you were going through this time when you were a JV player, uh, but wasn't getting enough playing time. Yeah. And I'm just trying to connect the dots as to how you went from that to an NFL player. So it's like, that's an incredible thing because sometimes you think that the NFL players are or were the star players from childhood. I mean, that happens sometimes, but I think it's really important for the young athletes, whether it's my kids or any other young athlete out there to really hear what you said I hope it didn't pass it didn't fly through their brain because I have kids who you know they're struggling enough getting playing time it's like yeah do you give up or do you like keep working like you did press in I'd say yeah yeah I'd say press in for me I was fistering on JV as a sophomore and Mm -hmm. you when you look at you look at it a lot of people that are going D1 they're good freshman sophomore year starting a varsity doing all this and I was at Centennial High School in Southern California and that's a really advanced high school football program so I got lost in the mix I was good all youth football I was balling I was good then I got sophomore year talent caught up to me and I had to make a decision are you gonna at a point I wanted to transfer transfer school I was was like okay go to a smaller school uh, get playing time with my coach Brown he said no you're not transferring we're gonna let's work. We're yeah. going to make you a technician. Let's work. I was, right. And for me, like even from a young age, I knew football is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So like I figured out what I wanted. Okay. I want to be a professional football player from a young age. So I knew, okay, what was my only way to get there? I got to mm-hmm. work. So I was fist string on JV, no playing time. There's time. Like I would not get one play in a whole game and that off season, I was like, okay, so how, was I just like what, what are we gonna do about it? So right. I found a coach. Coach was like, "All right, well, let's let's work." He mm-hmm. said, "Be at my house or let's be at the gym at uh, five a.m. next day." <laughs> I was like, "All right, let's do it." <laughs> and I didn't like I didn't like the coach at the time, but I knew how serious he was about um, training me. And like he was like, I, "I can make you great." I know a lot mm-hmm. of coaches say that, but I can. We let's put this work in, and I trusted him. And mm-hmm. I would just say, just work. That's the that's the biggest thing I yeah. I, I have to say about just yeah. being in a hole. You got to figure out your way. Work smart, but you got to put in time. Yeah, and that's the that's yeah. the main thing I did. Put in a crazy amount of time to get to yeah. get out of that hole because I was fifth string on JV. Then yeah. started varsity the next season. And that was all just every morning. 
yeah. every every after school be at the facility working out so wow. that's where after i made that jump that's good that's good that's and just going off of that to the second thing you said that stood out to me was how you said that it wasn't just about athleticism that yeah. you, you also were a technician or that's something that you try to build um so it makes me just want to maybe say a word to some of the kids. Like, say, so you might be talented in terms of an athlete, being an athlete, physical specimen or whatever, but you still also got to work on the mental part of the game, the technique and all that kind of stuff. You know, like even in soccer, for example, like I coach players who are like fast naturally, right? But the technique is not there. Yeah. And right. if you want to make it to the pros, just the speed is not going to get you there. Because you everybody's just as fast. Everybody's right. just as strong, as quick. Everybody's right. physically gifted once you get to a certain, every level you pass, right. everybody gets the physical uh, stats get closer and closer. So what's going to separate you, your technique, your mind, how smart you are within the game. Yeah. And that's really it. That's oh, the only yeah. thing that separate you at that next level. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, this last question I have here is from, well, from my, the last question that I have from my kids is from a kid named Osiris. He's a senior um, football player, did really well. He actually got signed to go to um, Southern Oregon University. Uh, okay. They are in uh, Southern Oregon. I don't know exactly what town it's in, but he's excited for it. He's going to be a freshman this coming fall. Um, his question is like, does it matter what college you go to? Because <laughs> Southern Oregon is not like a, a D1 school. It's not a right. D2 school either. It's actually an NAIA school. Okay. So so I don't know if there are a lot of NAIA guys that make it out to the NFL. Like from your knowledge bank, do you think it matters what college you go to in terms of your chances of making it to the NFL? I would say it matters to an extent, obviously. Yeah. If you're at a bigger school, you get more eyes. You're on TV. Like me in Pac-12 versus the SEC, like LSU, Alabama, all those schools, mm -hmm. obviously they have an advantage over everybody else because everybody's watching their games. Right. And if you're at an NAIA school, obviously you don't get as many views and people watching. But at the end of the day, anybody can make it. I know players. There's players on my uh, Adam Thielen, big, big name receiver guy, yeah. went to a tiny school. I don't even know the name of his school. And he just had, he has a crazy story. He's in the NFL playing special teams only for so many years and finally got his chance and started balling out. Now he's one, he's been one of the best players in the NFL recently. But yeah. um, I, I'll say any school you go to, just one, get your degree, mm -hmm. two, just ball. You can't control what school you're at. You, right. You're there. So you, right. If you ball out, you'll get seen. There's players all the time. I went to the senior bowl. There's D2 players there. There's some D3 guys there. Uh -huh. And that's that one of the most prestigious all-star games for the pre-draft process. So yeah. I'll say anywhere you go, if you ball, you'll you'll be seen. You yeah. just separate yourself and put something on tape and, mm -hmm. and be proactive yourself, Mark, trying to market yourself. Social media is huge nowadays, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> It's good and bad, but you have to do your part on social media, even if you don't want to, especially if you're in a smaller school, you got to, you got to take it in your own hands and start marketing yourself. So post, posting highlights, like 
all the cringy stuff that you wouldn't want to do because it might be like seem like you're bragging. You you got to do it. It's you got to do small, it. Small amount of time to try and make it to the NFL if you're playing ball. So it's like yeah. you better do everything you can because it's possible. If you yeah. ball, you can ball. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, so I'm gonna start closing us out here um, just to honor our time. Um, so. I did want to ask you kind of like something a little bit lighter before I ask you like the final kind of like deeper question. And the first thing I was going to ask you was like, um, how did you have your nickname Cam Beasy? How did that, where did that come from? Let's see. Honestly, one of my friends, Mike, uh, Mike Coombs, he, he claims he gave it to me. I don't know. I don't <laughs> remember. He says he gave me the nickname. We used to just mess around because this in the locker room, this was um, like sophomore year of high school, probably freshman year of high school, yeah. I'd say. Um, everybody, obviously everybody was Lil Wayne fans back then. He was super popular. Yeah. So everybody was put easy at the end of their name, like <laughs> Des Measy or whatever. Um, everybody would just put easy at the end of everything. Yeah. So said Cam Beasy. Yeah. And I guess it stuck. I don't, I don't remember, but my friend Mike claims he, he gave me the nickname, so. Yeah. I, just ran with it. I was like, okay, that's that's pretty smooth, actually. Yeah. So there's no no crazy story for Cam Beasy. Okay, is that do your teammates call you like on your team? What they normally call you, Cam, Cameron, Cam? Like what? Cam. They Cam? Yeah, everybody calls me Cam. Um, yeah. College, everybody calls me Cam Beasy or Beasy. Yeah. Um, I haven't earned my nickname in the NFL yet, so <laughs> they'll start calling me Cam Beasy soon. Right, right. <laughs> no, it, it it'll come for sure. It'll come. Normally it's like, okay, when that one massive thing happens, then you get a nickname. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm, I don't know. I was going to make up some corny nickname. I don't know, but we'll wait till it happens <laughs> and we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure that out. Later. Yeah. Um, so last question. What's one advice that you could give to young athletes? Just if you could wrap it up into just one thing. What's something that you can leave them off with? Um, I'm gonna keep it basic first, then I'll go on some deeper. So God first, always mm -hmm. um, keep God as your foundation and get a team of people around you to help you in life. We're not meant to do this alone. So um, I'll say keep God first and keep your people in your, your family, keep your friends, keep everybody close mm -hmm. and tell everybody everything as far as like how you're doing, what you're doing so people can help you. Mm -hmm. um, aside from that, I'll say put in more time in your competition. And that's people next to you in the classroom, more studying in every part of life, put in more time than everybody else if you're trying to really reach a craft. Because that's that one thing that I saw in my life. And I always had a mentality is I'm training. Okay, I'm training. But my mentality is when I'm training, oh, I'm stacking more days than my competition. Mm -hmm. And that's going to that's gonna help me advance further down the line okay mm -hmm. i have this many hours over you it's just like a mental mental mm -hmm. advantage i had but over time you start see, seeing the jump and seeing you catch up and pass up competition and people that mm -hmm. were once better than you or people you once struggled against and practice now you're you're even now you're passing them up so um i'll say put in more time yeah. and more detailed work than anybody else and you'll you'll be able to prevail against your competition yeah. and yeah, especially people you're playing against in games. It's like you, you gotta have you gotta have that mentality, like yeah. kind of like a killer mentality. 
Yeah. I put more time and then you no way you're about to beat me if you're lined up across from me. Yeah, yeah. That that's good, man. Um, if if someone wanted to find you online, you know, I have your IG here, Cam underscore 24. I'm gonna put it on the screen too. Yeah. Um, is there any other social media platforms you're on that you would like people to like find you on, or is, is it mainly IG? Yeah, mainly Instagram, Twitter, boring. <laughs> I, I, I stopped tweeting. I don't. I don't want to say anything crazy. So I, I stopped tweeting. It's too. Yeah, life is too sensitive now. So I'm right, like, right, right. Stay off of Twitter. Yeah, I know. I get it. Twitter. Yeah, is, we'll, we'll keep yeah. it Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. All right. Um, and you know, if you're watching this for the first time as well, I hope that you will subscribe to this channel, Caleb the Teacher. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna try to bring in more people with great stories to share like this. Uh, I'm also on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, unfortunately. <laughs> I love Twitter, don't give me I'm like, dang, should I say Twitter now? <laughs> I love Am I Twitter. one of those guys? I'm on Twitter, but I'm like, I don't tweet. I don't tweet anymore. <laughs> uh, Twitter is a whole, like, animal. But, um, but um, so, uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time. Uh, and appreciate you for just pouring out stuff you know good stuff to the to the audience and i hope that anyone who watches this will feel something light up within them yeah However, thank you for having me too yeah i appreciate yeah. it appreciate y'all y'all like comment yeah. subscribe right yeah. now smash <laughs> the like button press the subscribe button or else we'll find y'all <laughs> yeah. all right man hey good to see you hope you have a safe travel back to the cold minnesota and try to stay warm out there and put in the work. We'll uh, see, but yeah, yeah, I will appreciate you. All right, hey, take care of yourself, all right? Yep, you too. Okay, bye.